Hello, you are listening to Apricity. Apricity means the warmth of the sun in the winter. My hope is that this podcast brings you some warmth like the sun would on a cold winter day. My name is Sion. I am your host. Happy Friday. It's currently 1.24 on a Friday afternoon, May 26th. I'm recording this in my towel, fresh out of the shower. I don't know why there's something so satisfying about sitting in your towel after a shower for a really long time. The sun is out. It's a beautiful morning in Brooklyn. I'm crossing my fingers that it stays this quiet because they've been doing construction outside my apartment this week. I'm living on a pretty busy street, as you probably can hear, so I apologize if background noise is distracting. It's been quite a challenge trying to find a time to record with all the construction, but I'm glad I found a moment of silence right now. I've got a cup of coffee in my hand, and I am ready to go. Being in New York, makes me think of all the movies and TV shows I've seen that take place here. One of my favorite movies visually is The Great Gatsby, and it's a fantastic book too, but there's this one quote from it that I've had circulating in my head the past few days. It goes, And so with the sunshine and the great bursts of leaves growing on the trees, Just as things grow fast in movies, I had that familiar conviction that life was beginning over again with the summer. Which is very fitting for my life right now. I've come to appreciate and really make peace with my own cycles that life can feel like it's starting over again at times. It's such a relief just understanding the lows aren't something to be ashamed of and the highs aren't something to hold on to tightly in fear of losing the moment. I know that my emotions are going to ebb and flow, my body ebbs and flows, the world around me is constantly shifting and there's just a lot of comfort in knowing that I am constantly in a state of metamorphosis even on a month-to-month basis, I can quantum shift into an entirely different person in a matter of weeks, or even days, honestly, because when I came here, it only took a few days for me to feel very different. One day, you make different choices that lead to different ways of feeling and different ways of being, and before you know it, you're someone entirely new. I've always found a lot of power in knowing that how I exist in the world is entirely up to me. How I show up in relationships, how I show up to work, it's all in my hands. And I know that can sound kind of scary too, but you can go from living in a way that just really is not serving you to living in a way that completely lights you up. And all it takes is making some different choices. So before I came to New York, I was spending the majority of my days alone, waking up alone, working alone, 
not seeing friends probably as much as I should have. And I think being alone can be really warm and comforting and needed at times. Recently, I have just been really enjoying going out and doing and meeting people. Going out meaning going outside, not like going out to clubs. But I don't know if it's just because it really is starting to feel like summer and the warm weather just makes it more inviting to go outside. But I feel very ready to go and try new things and my life force feels very strong. In my yoga teacher training, I learned about this concept called life force energy. It's the energy that flows through all living things. You may have heard about it in Ayurveda. I've been doing a lot more breathing and trying to be intentional about releasing any heavy emotions I'm carrying, which just helps me feel a lot lighter and have a much stronger life force energy. And being around others has also been giving me a lot of energy and has really been lighting me up. I've been seeing lots of friends, meeting new people, and also for the first time living with Cole. Just being in the same space as him has been really nice. I notice I go to sleep and feel so much more calm just knowing he's here not even us talking or spending quality time together, but just existing in the same space. It's nice to know that someone else is there if I need someone. He can be watching his hockey game and I'm reading, but it's like we communicate through this unspoken language when we're not directly interacting. And in that space, I find a really deep solace. I noticed I have been sleeping a lot more, like almost every night I sleep eight or nine hours, which when I was living alone, I didn't have that at all. So I think that just goes to show that being around people who make you feel safe, even if you're not directly talking with them or interacting with them, is just so good for your mental health. I've noticed in other relationships that I really appreciate when love transcends the limitations of words and it speaks by us just existing beside each other. Another person I noticed I have that with is Isabel. We went to a museum together recently and we hardly spoke the entire time, but it was just so nice being there with her and seeing her also observe things and we'd wander off from each other a bit in the galleries and then refine each other and talk a little bit and yeah it's just been really nice and I just feel a lot more healthy mentally physically spiritually I had this phrase come into my head this past week and it sounds really silly but I feel like it just kind of emulates everything going on in my life right now. I think my sparkle is coming back. And so I thought I would share some practices I've been implementing and experiences I've had that have helped bring my sparkle back. And these aren't anything out of the ordinary, but I think they're just good reminders for when you may be feeling not inspired, a little bit sad. So number one has been 
eating for blood sugar stability and eating lots of fresh foods. I've always been someone whose emotions really impact my appetite. So making sure to eat consistently, even if it's just small amounts throughout the day, really helps me not have the emotional ups and downs. And this is science. When our blood sugar is stable, our emotions are a lot more stable. And sometimes just putting the things that we know into practice is the hardest thing to do. I've noticed I've just had a lot less anxiety and don't feel as irritable when I eat consistently throughout the day. And I'm nourished, I'm having enough protein, I'm having enough vegetables, I'm having enough carbs, I'm having enough fat. And this doesn't have to be complicated because it hasn't been complicated for me. Our kitchen and our rental doesn't have any clean pans, so I've been making a lot of salads for us. It's been really challenging, my fresh food culinary skills. (laughs) I think I've figured out the perfect ratio to make a salad good. This is it for anyone who's curious. Olive oil base, you can mix that with yogurt or mustard or something like that. Nuts, some type of fresh or dried fruit. I've been really liking grapes lately. I don't know why, they just sound so good to me. And then the right seasoning. I've been doing walnuts, umami seasoning from Trader Joe's mixed with goat milk yogurt and olive oil fresh tomatoes, cucumber, basil, throw on some feta or watermelon. And then for protein, I've just been doing, since I can't cook really, I have been doing rotisserie chicken or packets of chicken, protein bars, not super glamorous, but sometimes it's just easier that way, you know? And then if I go out to dinner, I'll have some fish and some pasta. I've really been into all of the Italian food here. The food here is so good. It's crazy. Number two has been making my space feel warm and comforting. My brain feels a lot more organized when my space is clean, so I've just been putting on some good dance music while I clean, and that just helps me get it done. I've been loving early 2000s hip-hop and rap, Best Friend by 50 Cent is my favorite this week. I've also been listening to happy music again and starting conversations with strangers and just making your environment, not just your home environment, but your environment where you live, the city where you live, feel comforting is so underrated. This is something my dad is very good at. He always is friends with everyone where he goes. I always joke that he is the mayor of Aspen because he lives in Aspen, Colorado, and he knows every single person, I swear. And it's just because he's so friendly and he takes time to ask people about themselves and being on a first-name basis with your local barista, it makes you feel more at home in your community. I think I sometimes forget to stop and pause and interact with the world around me because it's easy to be very on to the next thing, which kind of goes into number three a little bit. 
spend time with loved ones and meet new people. Sometimes we have to make a drastic change in our life to really feel the jump into a new way of living or existing. And in this season of my life, I am very set on living and experiencing because I spent so much time in a space of solitude and quietness this past year. For a long time, I thought I needed to be alone, but I'm naturally someone who really enjoys being alone. I've always loved going to the park alone with a good book or grocery shopping by myself. I don't really need a companion to feel comfortable doing things. Too much quiet leads to isolation and loneliness, so I think I'm giving the opposite advice that pretty much every social media person gives. <laughs> and I'm telling you, go be around other people. There is such a narrative right now of be alone and work on yourself and do things alone. And yes, work on yourself and spend quality time with yourself. But humans are inherently social beings and prolonged isolation is not good for us. It leads to loneliness and rumination and overthinking. Community is at the forefront of human existence. I recently saw this post saying that there was a study done by Harvard over 80 years to look at what makes humans happy and healthy. And some of the lessons were the quality of your closest relationships matter the most. Fame and wealth never increase happiness more than relationships. Lonely people don't live as long. And what we get wrong about happiness is that we believe it's to be achieved through external things. And I've really come to terms with I find so much value and meaning in my life through human connection. I learn more about life hearing other stories than I do reflecting on my own experiences sometimes. The memories that I value most are with other people. When Isabel was visiting, we got lost on the subway together and we saw this guy looking at nudes of himself, not in a looking over his shoulder type of way. It was like we saw it, the reflection of his phone in the glass and we were trying not to laugh. And then we went to Central Park and watched all these people play with their dogs and we just watched all the dogs run around. And I think it also shows that it doesn't have to be these profound, deep experiences that we share with others to have meaningful connection. It could be as simple as going to a park and watching dogs and laughing at how cute the ones with the really little legs look when they run. And then number four, not having expectations about how things need to go. The other day, it was absolutely pouring rain. Not the ideal weather for a Saturday, Cole and I decided to not allow the rain to stop us from having a fun day. We went to Muji, we got an umbrella, and we walked to the metro station in the pouring rain. And it was just so sweet. We shared my headphones listening to Bon Iver, and then we took the train into the city to go to this famous Jewish deli that Cole has been wanting to go to forever. And as we were walking there, we accidentally came across a Reformation vintage store, which was so cool. I found this really lovely pink dress. 
and then we went straight to the deli and there were all these New Yorkers yelling out their orders and I was taking photos of it all and then this guy with a thick Jersey accent started talking to me about cameras. He actually gave me some really good advice on the next camera I should invest in. Then we went and camped out in a Whole Foods. This was unlike any other Whole Foods I've ever been in. It was like three stories, all glass windows. You could just watch people on the street for hours if you wanted to. And it was like a bird's eye view a bit. And so we got some coffee there and just sat and watched people for a really long time and then braved our way through the rain back to the subway. That evening, I was supposed to meet my friend Mads for dinner and it was just still absolutely pouring and I was thinking our dinner wouldn't happen because we were supposed to sit outside and then she was like let's still go we can sit under an awning and we can watch the rain so I went and met with her and we had a couple glasses of orange wine and sat outside with a cheese board and caught up on life and I had no idea it would be so fun but I think it's because I just went into that day not really having expectations and it turned out even better than I could have imagined and I know I'm talking a lot about all the food I'm eating and all the places I'm going and all the people I'm seeing and I feel like there's just such an abundance of experiences and I feel like that's because I've really focused on shifting my mentality to a more abundance mentality. There's always going to be more. There's always more food to go around, more experiences to be had. There's enough success to go around. There's enough money. There's enough recognition. And I used to focus on limitations instead of opportunities. Seeing life in an abundance mentality is such a game changer. And an area of my life that I've really done that is with food seeing it as something that is nourishing me and giving me life rather than something that could be harmful or something that is making me gain weight. It sounds so silly and obvious, but I used to see everything from such a lack mentality. And I think that really stems from living from a place of fear, a movie that really kind of captures life in an abundance mentality is yes man which is just like a silly comedy movie it's basically about this man who's really pessimistic and then he decides to say yes to every opportunity that comes his way and he has just like this whirlwind of experiences he ends up joining this running club where they're running and taking photos and then he takes guitar lessons and ends up meeting this girl that he develops a big crush on through these things that he said yes to and it's just like a really good example of there's always so much more to be had in life and so you don't have to see things from such a limited scope it's really just trusting that the universe is taking care of you and saying yes to things the world is full of opportunities and full of people and full of things to be seen Lastly, which kind of relates to the last one a bit, is turning the world around you into art. I feel like one of the best ways to enjoy life is to really 
listen to what's around you and observe what's around you and then find meaning and find purpose and inspiration from those things. I was on the subway and I was staring at this girl's outfit and I was like, that is such a cool outfit that I would have never thought to wear. And then I took a little mental note of, I like those loafers paired with this hairband. And it was just so cool that I can just be walking down the street and find inspiration from someone's outfit. Or I was at Blank Street Coffee the other day and someone had drawn this mural of people's faces in Sharpie. And I was like, that's so beautiful. Like that belongs in a museum. And I think it's really easy to forget inspiration is everywhere, no matter where you live. Someone who did a great job of that was Lana Del Rey. She was always turning trailer parks into this beautiful, romantic thing. And she also turned a lot of things that are seen as more kind of like grungy or like the not as romantic parts of living in America. Like the guys on the Harley Davidson with the tattoos and the mustache and small shitty bars. She romanticized all of those things and that can be done with anything no matter where you're living no matter where you are there's so much beauty to be had in suburbia or when you're in the woods or when you're in a big city I just feel like I'm really not limiting myself to one way of feeling inspired and then turning that into something that I create whether it be through poetry cooking a fun outfit art is everywhere that is all for today I hope that you are getting some warm weather wherever you are and I'm excited to do the podcast this summer, throughout the summer, while I'm living on the road. I'm headed to Montreal in a couple weeks and then hopefully I will go meet Isabel in Burlington for a bit, hoping to visit her later in the summer in Maine. I just feel so excited and inspired about life. If you have any topics you guys would like to hear, please message me and let me know. I love hearing back from you guys. I love talking to you guys. If you could rate the podcast, that would help me so much. Sending you a big hug. Love your friend, Sion.